0: Turn your Bible to 2 Corinthians tonight, 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Keep it open, I'm going to be all over the Bible. (laughs) You know, we just came out of a series on Sunday nights and standing in the presence of the Lord was all over the Bible. And I don't know how I picked it back up on Wednesday nights. We're doing uh, the voice of one, uh, lifting our voices up because I believe we're living in a day and time where Christians should lift their voices up. We've been deaf too long. We've been silenced for too long. And it's time for us to get together and start raising our voice in this world. That the world knows that we are still God's people, and God is still in charge. God ain't never got off the throne. I'm just let you know that now. Nobody went up there and evicted God out of the thr- off the throne in heaven. They ain't done. It. He's still there. He's still in control of this world. And we might think the government might be in it and all that stuff, but God is still. Nothing happens in this world unless God says it happens. And he's still in charge. And he's still God. Amen. I'm glad he's still God. I'm glad he gives mercy like we talked about in the morning. Mercy's got it covered. Amen. We just sometimes can't give mercy. Chapter uh, 11, verse number 2. Paul said, for I am jealous over you with godly jealous. Now, it's not bad. There's nothing wrong with having godly jealous. In fact, in Exodus, uh, one of the names of God is jealous. He's a jealous over his people. He wants your affection. He wants your attention. He wants your adoration. He does not want the world to get all your affections. He does not want the flesh to get all your attention. He does not want the things of the devil to get all your adoration. The Lord Jesus Christ ought to be the line share of your attention, your uh, affections. This evening, he says, I, he said. For I am jealous over you with godly jealous. For I have espoused you the one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin. Chaste means clean. Moral, cleanness. He said in Ephesians chapter 5 that he would wash the church of water by the word to the present to present to himself a, a glorious church. Not having spot or wrinkle. Any such things. And the Lord still expects his bride to be chastened. He be expecting to be clean. Listen, I've read, I've had real problem with a child of God. <laughs> get a hold of this. That lives with the devil Monday through Saturday. That lives with the world and in the flesh Monday through Saturday. And on Sunday morning, they come in the house of God said, I love God. I, I have a problem with that. And it's going. It's, it seems to be uh, a muck running amok in the churches today. Uh, uh, the Christians are living in the trash and everything else all week long, and they come into church on Sunday morning. I love God. You love the world. He says, "For I am jealous of you with a jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chastened virgin to Christ." But Paul, Paul says, "But I fear." lest by any means as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupt from the simplicity that is in Christ. Let us pray. Father, we come before you, Lord. We thank you for your words. Lord, we just ask you tonight, Lord, just open our hearts, our minds. Help us to realize that you are God. You're still God. Father, we're not, we're not even worthy to, to call you Father, but because of your mercy and your grace, we're able to do that. And Father, we just thank you tonight for what you do. Empty me of self and fill me with thy spirit. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. And in fact, in the Old Testament, they committed spiritual whoredom, the Bible says. They ran around all week long with the gods of this world and and committed spiritual adultery and then they turned back, run back to God and said, I'm still yours. Just like the Bristol darling was to say, your lips say one thing but your eyes say another thing. (laughs) Amen. Verse number three says, watch what Paul says, "It's it's going to, it's going to happen to the churches, and I believe it's going to happen in churches in 2021 as well. Paul said, I'm worried something, the fact that this church or any other church could get to the place where Satan would get them the same thing that he did to Eve in the Garden of Eden. In Genesis chapter 3, we're going to go there in just a minute. And he beguiled her. He seduced her through his ways tonight. Like I said, I'm preaching on this thought seducing the bride. Now listen to me. I believe we have reached the day in as the church where the church world is more interested in performance, more interested in entertainment, more interested in style, more interested in personalities, more interested in popularity than there are the truth and the power of God. It does not take a, a casual uh, perusing of the church service online. You you can look at them online. It don't take much to tell you which way that church is going. In fact, let me just say this. I I can just listen to the music and tell you which way the church is going. They've gone crazy on being entertained. Uh, uh, Christians don't want to hear the word of God anymore. They don't want the word preached at them. They want to be entertained. They don't want to hear anything that will hit their heart and get their life right. They don't want to hear anything that want to make them change their life. They don't want to feel uh, offended today. Give us something that makes us feel good. Give me something that makes me warm and fuzzy all over. That looks good and sounds good. Something that has a good rhythm to it I can... I can get with it. A good beat. A little Dick Clark show, American Bandstands. How do you rate that? I'll give it a five for music, but i give it a ten because I can dance with it. <laughs> that's, that's churches today. I'm telling you. You can go online and watch a lot of these modern day churches and then exactly what they are. They don't want the word of God being preached to them. They want something they can move to. Then they want a message that really doesn't hit them really hard. They don't want to be challenged. They don't want to be changed. They don't want to be conformed. May I say this is a seducing tool of the devil tonight. We were told this would happen. We were told this is going to happen. So don't be shocked. When you see it, look at 1 Timothy chapter 4. 1 Timothy chapter 4 tonight. I'm just giving you what's on my heart. You may feel the same way, but I don't know, but it's it's what I feel. 1 Timothy chapter 4, he said 4.1, verse 1, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times, can I tell you, can I say this, we are in the latter times today. There's no way in the world you can look around at what's going on in our society and, and world and say, we're a long ways away from that. No, we're there. I hope not because if you're you doing that, you, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm getting close to the jumping off point. I'm getting close to getting out of here. He says, in the latter times, you shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits, and doctrines of the devil. They would depart from the faith. We're not talking about lost people. Listen to me. We're not talking about lost people here. They have no faith to depart from. We're talking about those that, uh, uh, the people that knew God, walked with God, and saved by the grace of God. They would depart from the faith. Verse 2, speaking in lies and them. Hypocrisy having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abase from meats which God had created to be received with thanksgiving to them which believe you know the truth. Look at verse 6. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ. Nourish up in the words of faith and of good doctrine whereunto unto you Thou hast obtained. Verse number 16. Take heed. That means, hey, listen to me. Take heed unto thyself, unto unto the doctrine. Continue in them for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. He said, Timothy, there is coming a day. He told him in 2 Timothy chapter 4. They will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust they shall heap to themselves teachers having itching ears and they shall turn away their ears from the tooth and shall fi- turn there into fables. But he said even Timothy in that day that seducing day of the spirit that the day that the church is being seduced watch yourself in all things endure in affliction do the work of the evangelists And make full proof of your ministry. He said, Timothy, Timothy, I'm, I'm going out. I'm on my way out of here. But you just keep on preaching the word. You just stand where you stood when you started. Don't bend with every wind that comes your way. Don't bow with every wind that blows your way. You pick up the word of God, mount the pulpit... Preach the Bible without apology, without fear, without favor. Because there is coming into the crowd a day, Timothy, they ain't going to listen to you. They don't want to hear what you got to say. They're not going to like it. They're going to get mad. They're going to get upset. That does not change your job, Timothy. You keep preaching the Word of God, just preach the Word. And we find we reached the day according to the Bible said the church would get seduced. And I found out that Satan can win against the church. Listen to me, hey, Satan can win against the church not by annihilation, not by coming in and trying to destroy it, but the Satan can win against the church by infiltration, getting inside, seducing some of them, and get them to follow the way that he wants them to go, and next thing you know, you got a whole church going just like what the devil wants them to do. The devil knows he can't defeat the church, but he can get inside and cause a lot of damage. We see that. We see. It's going on in churches today. It, it, it worries me. It worries me how churches flipped. They used to preach the gospel, they used to have that old time preaching, they used to old time singing, but now they got. Oh. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I left Florida, a free will Baptist church. There ain't a free will Baptist church anymore. I don't know what it is. Listen to the church. Listen to what they're singing. Listen to what they're preaching. If you say this is not the direction that you want to go in, then I'm just going to tell you, you need to find you another assembly to worship with. Or tell me to hit the road. Either one. I, it don't matter to me. Because as far as I am concerned, we're going to keep on going the way we're going now and we're going to always done it this way and this is the way we're going to do it. I find it still works. They say, hey, you can't build a church on old-time preaching. You can't build a church on that old-time singing. You can't build a church on that old-time praying. You can't build a church like that. I'll tell you what, it's a lie straight out of hell. You can still have old-time preaching. You can still have old-time singing. You can still have old-time praying. And the church will do what God wants the church to do. Don't fall in with this modern day junk. So in our text, the Bible said that fear Paul feared less by means as the serpent, just like the devil did to Eve. Timothy, he can do it to us tonight. I want to show you the things the devil seduced the first bride with. And the devil could seduce you and I tonight, the church today, as a people of God and as a body of Christ. Let's go back with Genesis chapter number 3. It, it worries me today. Now, I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. There might be some good in those type of churches. I just ain't found it. I just ain't found it. I've watched a lot of church services online this past week. And I can give you some church addresses and websites. And you can go on and you'll be shocked on what goes on in the church today. You'll be, you, you look at them and say, wow. And then I'm gonna, I tell you what, what shocked me is how many people they have in that church that want to hear that. That want to be part of that. Like I said, I, I believe the old time way is still the best way there is. I, I believe the old time preaching. I'm telling you what. It's this. Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, have God said, Ye shall not eat of any tree, every tree of the garden. I want you to know, do you, do you realize that Eve is a wonderful picture of, Of the church Eve is brought out of Adam after he was put to sleep you know what the Bible said that Jesus was on the cross and he's about to close his eyes in death and and he and the Bible said that he shoved the spear in his side and blood and water ran out of his side the church was birthed on the cross of Calvary but in Acts chapter 2 the church was endued with power in a day, she's still moving forward. She's not turning back. She's not turning loose. The church is still the church. But I found it's like the book of Numbers. Do you remember the book of Numbers where it said there was a king named Balak and he wanted to curse the people of God? And the Bible said that he went to a prophet named Balaam, a prophet for her. He's looking to gain for what he wanted to gain himself. He was out for his own gain. And remember was one of the, that he had this conversation with that talking donkey. I had a few conversations with a few of them myself in my lifetime. <laughs> they got high up on a mountain and they looked out over the people of God. He said, I want you to curse them. He wanted them to curse until annihilation. But he couldn't do it because God would not let him do it. Do you know what the Bible said? Mm. He couldn't curse them to annihilation, so he infiltrated them. He got inside. He started telling them this way and that way, lascivious uh, ideas. He joined up with some God's people and they turned their back on God and walked away from God. So we have found the same bride about to be seduced in Genesis. Verse two, verse 2, And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of any of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch, t- touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God hath know that in the day that you do eat of that, your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that she was, it was pleasant to the eye, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and give also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. Let me give you three things just by those verses here on how the devil seduced the first bride and how the devil seduces the bride today if you notice in the text notice in the text sweet talk did you notice the first word that the devil ever said to mankind the first word he ever said it was not a negative word the first word the devil said to mankind, it was not a hateful word. The first word the devil said unto mankind was not a lying word. But the first word the devil ever spoke to mankind was a positive word. Look what he said. And he said unto the woman, yeah. Yeah it's positive. No is negative. He said, yeah, that's positive. You're right. Yeah. He's a positive thinker. There's so many so-called Christian leaders today that have books out on power of positive thinking. That's not Bible. I am just want to tell you, you got a book at home and some Christian leader has written that book and says the power of positive thinking, you need to get it out of your house, get rid of it because that is not Bible. Christ died on the cross, negative. Christ was buried negative. Christ rose positive. You get more negative out of the body you do, out of the body, Bible, than you do get positive. We find the first thing the devil did was to mess the church up, he sweet talked. Sweet talk. Let me tell you this, the devil didn't come into the garden like I think like I come into the pulpit. Every week. Do you know how to tell the difference? <laughs> Listen to this. You know how to tell the difference between a preach so called a called preacher and a preacher that is in just to seduce the congregation? Look how he shows up. I would like to share something with you today. Can, can I just be positive with you today? I, I'd like to share this with you. That, that's not how I come. I don't come and say, I want to share. I don't want to share anything with you. Hey, Amen. I like my ice cream and I like it to be at home. I ain't sharing it. I'll, I'll, I'll preach the word of God to you. I want to share with you. I could just... Mm. I'm, I, I show up to preach. There's not a preacher in the New Testament or the Old Testament that has a sweet talk... Like the devil did. There's not a God called preacher. Sounds like most of the preachers we hear today. I wonder where the Elijah's at. I wonder where the John the Baptist are at today. Where are the Daniels at today? Where are the Jeremiah's at today? We're all those that will tell us the hard truth that we don't want to hear anymore. We don't want to hear the truth anymore. And we find that churches today have been lured into a demonic lullaby in the church world by people that don't care what they say. We just want to know that it sounds good. I, I, you know I got my dog. If she was here, she'd be right here with me. She don't go anywhere else. But I can look at that dog and go, I love you. I care for you. I really want you to be around me. <laughs> you know what that dog does? She tucks her head and tail between the legs and she goes over in the corner because she's afraid of me. But I can go up to her and says, I love you so much, I'm gonna take you out back and I'm gonna shoot you and I'm gonna <laughs> bury you in the ground. And she'll just like. <laughs> See how it's done and how you say things. Yeah. It's how you say things. These preachers today, I'm telling you, there are preachers today. He says, "Today's the best day ever, isn't it good? This is Friday is the best day. This is your best day, amen, amen." I like to just share some stuff with you. Everything. No, I, I'm going <laughs> somebody asked me, "Why do you yell?" I said, "Most people in church are deaf." No, they it ain't. It's it just the way I am. I can't change who I am or what I am. I'm just what God told me to do. I'm trying to get the attention of those that needs God's attention in their life to get them right on the path and they need to get on before it's too late because there are too many people sliding off the pews straight into hell because they think they're right, they think they're good, and preachers have told them everything's all right. They come in lost and leave lost. And they think they're saved on the way to heaven. No! You've got to have that relationship with God. Sweet talk them. They say I preach hard and mean. Most people don't listen to what you say. They'll just listen to how you say it. I'm telling you. If you, if you find you a church like that, don't listen to how they say it. Listen to what they say. Because that gives them away every time. Amen. I mean, you can, you can go up and tell somebody, I'm going to kill you and rob you tonight <laughs> while you sleep. They probably say, okay. You pulled a gun out of me, hey, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> How you present it. And that's what's wrong with the church today. We're presenting the gospel as something let's share. Let's share. No, he, he, the devil sweet talked. He sweet talked. He said, Hey, listen here. You know what pa- Paul said about his own preaching? I love this. Paul described his own preaching. It, it wasn't sweet talk. He said, My preaching is plain. He, he says, My preaching is plain. It's right here. You don't have to look above you, you don't have to read it. It's right at you. It's plain. Then he said, My, my speech was contemptible. Contemptible. He said my preaching was rude. Then he said my preaching was sharp. He said it was sharpness. It was sharp. That's not preacher's the day. It's not preachers today. day. Can I tell her, uh, can you tell how you got your family in the right church? Where every once in a while <laughs> the preacher gets up in your business and blisters your hide in (laughs) because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. If I go to church and sit in church and been in church for a year and the preacher's never preached against sin or anything like that, I'm just feeling good. It's going to lull me into a sleep and I'm going to get lost. That's where we're at today. Seducing the bride. Sweet talking where everything's all right, everything's good. I'm just tell you, you you can look around in this world. Everything ain't all right. Amen. Everything ain't good. Amen. This ain't best days. This ain't your best days. Friday's ain't your best day. You know what? God, I love a preacher who said. He says God didn't meant for you to be poor. What do you mean, God didn't meant for you to be poor? He loved the poor. He loved them. Amen. He loved the poor. But he said if men don't work, he ain't worthy, he ain't worthy. Can't either. God wants you to be rich. Only certain ones are rich. I'm, you, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell I ain't gonna call names, but I'm telling you, it's not that. Look at Romans chapter sixteen. Look at Romans chapter sixteen for a minute. Let's look at there. Romans chapter sixteen. And then we'll hold your spot in Genesis, we'll go back there. Uh, I I ain't keeping it long. This is just in my crawl. Seducing the church is being seduced by the things that we're seeing today. uh, Verse number, Romans 16, 16. Salute one another with a holy kiss. The churches of Christ salute you. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which... (laughs) Get hold of this now. I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offense. Contrary to the doctrine which have been learned and abhorred them. You're never going to get deception out of this pulpit. And I'll tell you why. I'm plain. I don't do deception. It's right down here where you can get it. You can get a hold of it. The problem is too many preachers are just sounding Nice. People look at the rough preachers and say all they do is yell. My granddaughter says, "Why is Papa's always yelling? His face red and blood veins popping out." Yeah. Tell him to calm down. He's going to have a heart attack. Ain't had one yet. Ain't had one yet. But they, they they preach rough. Those that sound nice. Who cares if he's talking nice? If he's stealing the word of God, listen, if he's stealing the word of God from you, and that's what the devil was doing to Eve, he's stealing the word of God from her. He shows up talking nice, but he's not taking God's word from her. Better be careful of all those that sweet talk. Listen to what I'm saying. Back to Genesis number chapter 3. He seduced her with... Sweet talk. Then he seduced the bride through smart thoughts. There really wasn't smart thoughts, though. They were dumb, but to Eve, they were smart. Look at verse number four. She had just told him, if we eat of this tree, we will die. But the serpent said unto her, you shall not surely die. You shall not surely die. For God doth know that in the day that you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods. Here are smart thoughts. Knowing God and evil. Knowing good and evil. He said, Eve, if you do what I'm telling you to do, you're going to be just like God. Listen, if you just do what I tell you to do, You'll be smarter than all the outdated stuff that God wants you to do. All those rules that God has laid down on you, you're going to be smarter than that. Eve had all that negativity about God put on you. All them rules, all those regulations. God is a legalist. God is just trying to keep you back from enjoying yourself, Eve. The. There were some boundaries for a reason. Can I tell you that? You see, immediately people like to deduce the bride. They equate rules and boundaries to legalism. To make you think that we're trying to hold you back. We're trying to put a rein on you. We're trying to stop you from enjoying something. But it's not so. They're there to keep you from getting hurt. God has set boundaries. God has set boundaries for every one of us. The Bible is correcting crowds. They like to feel smart with smart thoughts. I will tell you what God really meant. You can trust this. You know, they say, that ain't what God really meant. Let me tell you what God really meant when he said that. If I approached this book and be critical of every word that's in this book, and try to figure out uh, which one should be there, and which one should not be there, then we might as well shut it down tonight. I'm not critiquing it, it is critiquing critiquing me. I'm not changing it, it's changing me. I'm not conforming to, it's not conforming to me, but I'm conforming to it. Those people that think they're smarter than what God intended, what God said, uh, let me change this, let me do that. Uh, they're not ta- they don't want boundaries in their life. They want to have all the freedom they want in life. God gives you freedom. God give you all the freedom you want. But there's still boundaries. Amen. There's still some things you cannot do. Still some things you can't do. Those people like to feel Smart. Listen, I'm not smart. Y'all know that by now. I need God to guide me. The church has been seduced by believing boundaries are evil. Boundaries are bad. Don't have any boundaries in your music. Don't have any boundaries in your dress. Don't have any boundaries anywhere. Uh, The first thing you got into trouble was they didn't like the boundaries that were set by God. And Boundaries are not a bad thing. It's a good thing tonight. Be careful when you start thinking that you are smarter than God. Be careful when a preacher tells you this is what I think God meant to say you need to shut him up then because God already said what he meant to say. I, I don't like when somebody says well, I think God meant this. No, God meant exactly what he said in his word. And God's not going to change it. He's not going to apologize for it. You've got to conform to it. If you're not, then I'm Sorry. He sweet-talked her. Then that was the seducing. It was through smart thoughts and then sensual temptations. Having desire for carnality, fleshly appetite. Look at verse number 6. And when the woman saw, walking by sight, that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. She gave in to every temptation there was. You go back to John chapter 2. For all in the world is a lust of flesh and lust of eyes and pride of life it is not all of the Father, but is of the world. All three of them are found right here. What she does. She saw the tree that was good. Lust of the flesh. It was pleasant to her eyes, lust of her eyes. And the tree to be desired to make one wise, proud of life. All three here, and she falls for all three. Paul said, I'm scared for the church today. That you're going to be seduced by the devil's way that he seduced Eve, and I see churches today are being seduced by that. I see what's going on in the churches, and it's not of God. They don't have God involved in it. Let me just pause. That I'm scared. I'm scared. Churches today are carnality. Central, we're seeing churches today where it's all. It's all about the flesh. From the look of it to the sound of it, it's all about flesh. Even the conduct on the outside of the church is just sensual temptation. You can tell which way they're going, how they're acting, how they're dressed, what they do, what they say. That's the church. Let me just say this. I love gospel music. I really do. I think we got some of the best singers. I think they ought to go ahead and go make them a CD. But it'll probably go to their heads and they get the big head and want to go on the road and all that good stuff too. But no, they can't do that. I love gospel music. But when I look at some of these gospel groups, it is the devil seducing the people thinking that's God's word and it's not God's word. Amen. I don't know how they can take a song like old rugged cross and tear it up old rugged cross no no we find that the devil is seducing the churches today and we are letting them walk in we invite the devil in we invite the world you cannot win the world by acting like the world I'm sorry if that's what you want it, it, they'll never be on the stage here as long as I'm here. I'm telling you, I'd, I'd get my BB gun out and run them out. <laughs> but we're seducing the church with all these items, with all these things that's going on. And the church is falling away. You, want, you know why the Bible says that there's only a remnant? It's going to be saved in heaven. And all the, you see all these churches everywhere. Everywhere, I mean churches, I mean we got what, one, two, three, four, five, five churches that were spending a mile radius of here, all these churches, and if every one of them was preaching the word of God, they'd be full, but they're not. You got some churches around here, you ain't getting the word of God. They've been, been seduced. When the church don't want to hear what a preacher's got to say, they just want to be lulled to sleep. I don't want to conform with what the Word of God says. I don't want to be challenged. I don't want to be changed. I like the way I live. Just give me something that I can move to and go home and feel warm and fuzzy about myself. That's churches today. And we got them all over you, you find a church that preaches the gospel and sticks with the gospel and has the old time singing, the old time preaching, the old time praying. You won't find it packed out. You won't find everybody coming to that church because that's not what the world wants to hear today. Give me something that's going to make me feel good. It's going to tickle my ear. And like I said, I, I, I have a problem with those Christians that live Monday through Saturday Walling around in the trash and filth of this world then walk through the doors on Sunday morning and tell God, I love you. I have a problem with Christians like that. And you won't believe how many we got like that. We got several like that. Several. I love God. Your life ain't showing it, you don't love God. Your life don't show it, you ain't loving God. He seduced Eve. He made it sound so good, so easy, so sweet and she fell for it. And Paul says, "I'm fear Timothy. I'm fear for the church that you got now, but also church. I'm telling you that Paul was feared for the churches in 2021 that will be seduced by the devil by letting the devil come in. He's not going to come in to annihilate us. He's going to infiltrate us and get inside and have you to conform to what he wants, believing the way he believes, thinking the way he thinks. And next thing you know, I'll be walking around in blue jeans and cutoff shirt." Amen, I'm telling you. If we're not careful. How do you keep from being seduced by the devil? How do you keep the stuff of this world out of the church? You say, well, we got to invite people. I believe you got to invite people. I believe you need to go and witness to people. I believe you need to share the gospel with people. We are supposed to do that. That is your commission God is giving you that commission Jesus said go out in all the world he didn't say go out and tell the world come in we're going to make it just like you but tell them what the word of God is preach the word of God to them Amen. then he said if they don't conform mark those that cause confusion mark them hey you, you ain't right you can't well I'm telling you we've had some people here say some stuff in here like you got to go you got to go you can't be here mark them and stay away from them i'm afraid churches are falling today we got to be right with god not only on sunday and sunday night but monday through Saturday. you got to be right with god i know we make mistakes there's no doubt about it i'll make a mistake tomorrow when i get out of bed tomorrow morning there's no doubt about that but Mercy's got it covered, and I know who to run to. I know who to talk to. But I'm telling you, if we're not careful, these young kids run around here, get seduced out of the church, go to these churches, that God ain't in it. God ain't around.